part of cannabis and, and its job is it helps us to be more aware of what's going on in our body. It asks us to take the time to really stop and pay attention. Imagine you're walking down Market Street in San Francisco. The air has a chill from the lingering morning fog, and on the back of the breeze, past the usual dank smells of the city, there's a hint of the salty sea air nearby. Down at Pier 39, you can hear the boisterous distant bark of the sea lions fighting for space to suntan on one of the many provided docks. And if you visit on a weekday, between tourists and workers, the number of people in the city swells by nearly 20% every day. It's a bustling metropolis known, among other things, for Carl the Fog, cable cars, its role in the 1960s counterculture, and being home to the first American medical marijuana dispensary, the San Francisco Cannabis Buyers Club. It's safe to say San Francisco has played a major role in the history of America's cannabis. Taking part in making that history today is Jewel Zimmer. Hi, how are you? Jewel followed in her parents' footsteps. Her mom owned a chocolate shop and her dad was a baker and became a chef, a fine dining pastry chef and certified sommelier. So in a way it was inevitable, I guess, that I was going to end up in the food world. About 10 years ago, though, she followed further in her father's footsteps and opened a chocolate company. Her first collection, Coco Absolute, launched with Barney's New York in 2009, which was more than just your typical chocolate since Jewel's cocoa extraction process reflected the extraction process that's now used in the cannabis industry. In fact, it was her innovation and research and her attention to the nuances in the flavors a cacao bean has that attracted the attention of the cannabis industry, And it was a brief five years ago that she began her journey into researching the cannabis plant, and only three short years ago that she jumped into this industry with her whole heart, mind, and soul. This is Beyond Extraction. I'm Sammy. This is an amazing interview with our wonderful guest, Jewel Zimmer, who is so knowledgeable and had so much information to share that I'm afraid you'll be hearing a lot from me in this episode. We dive, and I do mean dive, into the compounds and chemicals that make cannabis unique, from its terpenes to the cannabinoids to flavonoids to adaptogens. They also talk about Jewel's incredible journey into the cannabis industry via chocolate, and they talk about tinctures and CBD and stress, and of course, much, much more. So in the words of our interviewer, Pablo Curoga, We're going to drop into the flow with the incomparable Jewel Zimmer as they discuss what extraction means to them. So when you, when you hear the word extraction, what's like the first thing that comes to mind? When I hear the word extraction, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Um, Lots of things (laughs) like extraction means to me, like there's going to be something rich, you know, something, something dense, something full of many components. Rich, condensed, and full of components. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's unpack that. What, what do you mean by rich? Well, to me, an extraction is something that you've... How do I say this? I mean, it's... You're extracting... You're, you're pulling from something, right? So you're taking some, all of the very important things from one thing and, and, and pulling from it. Okay. Complicated question, Pablo. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! I mean, come on, you know. I mean, you're, yeah, I mean, it's the you know, it, it's it's extraction, it's right? Like, what does yeah, it mean? I, like, I, I, I totally, I totally want to get into it, you know, and it's yeah. totally a, a conversational thing, right? So, rich. I mean, I do agree with rich, right? Because it is something concentrated. It is something that you're separating from its original source, and um, you know, thinking that there has to be a reason why you want to make the separation, right? So I think even just the process itself is rich, right? If we, if we think of just the process itself. Okay. Absolutely. So that's rich. Yeah. So talk when to me about that. And, and you extract something like whether it's information or botanicals, you're looking for like very specific nuances, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're looking for key things. For sure. For sure. And then now we have components. So what do you mean by components? 
like these, the magic, you know, when you're extracting, you're looking for something so specific and so nuanced. Like I said, it's, it's so broad, whether it's like information about something or whether it's an ingredient, it's, it's, it's little pieces of, of something from the whole. Sure. Sure. Yeah, there's there's definitely, you know, the word extraction, if I looked it up right now, which I'm going to do live, <laughs> you know, I've never actually looked up the word extraction, the extraction noun, the action of taking out something, especially using effort or force, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, the second one, it says the ethnic origin of someone's family. Hmm. Oh, I've All never right. heard that before. Yeah, me neither. That's a, that's a, that's an interesting one. That is definitely, definitely an interesting. Well, I mean, I guess that does make sense because, yeah, I mean, hmm, I think it's relatable to what we're talking about because it's all the little pieces inside of something that make up the whole, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's origin. The origin of all the little pieces. It's origin, right? Yeah. And I think this is super, super important because – um, and we're going to get into into learning more about yourself, right? But I kind of wanted to, you know, we're 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 trying to lean on and um, use extraction as a platform for for the conversation and discourse and discovery, and um, just having an exchange of questions, really. Um, so tell me about yourself. I, I know we we connected off a call, right? Someone put us together. I, I was able to uh, listen to your story, not only about yourself but your company. You know, I think uh, you're a big part of your company. Your, your past is, for sure. So tell me a little bit about yourself. I found myself in San Francisco in the late 90s um, working at a fine dining restaurant, and I continued a career in fine dining until about 10 years ago. And 10 years ago, I left the fine dining restaurant industry, and I opened a chocolate company. And one of the things in fine dining that we think about, we're constantly thinking about nuance. So we're thinking about everything almost to a fault. So if I'm making a chocolate dish, I'm probably doing a salt tasting to figure out which salt is going to pair best with that chocolate. Um, just like we pair wine with food, very similar. And before I, before I make a chocolate dish, I'm first testing different origins and producers of chocolate to see which one I think will go well with the other components that I'm using. So it's, it's always a process. So when I left the restaurant industry to launch this chocolate company, I wanted to do something very different. At the time, there was a big movement in bean to bar. Um, which felt very natural for the way that people, for the way that society was starting to think about food, going back to the origin and then creating from that. The bean to bar movement is all about tasting the unique notes of the cocoa bean and knowing where it came from since much like grapes grown for wine, where the cocoa is grown can give distinct notes and flavors. This movement also usually means a higher price tag for the quality of the chocolate, and because the chocolatier likely engages directly with the growers, so they can see where and how the cocoa bean is grown, and make sure that the farmer gets paid more in the process. And because there was already quite a few people on this bean-to-bar movement, I thought we have to go one step further. So people are getting this cacao bean and they're making chocolate, but what exactly is going on in this cacao bean and how can we learn from it to then create something? And so I took a deep dive into the cacao bean and what I realized was it was full of all of these naturally occurring polyphenol antioxidants and mood enhancers and a cannabinoid called anandamide, which at the time I, I knew anandamide was in chocolate, but I didn't understand that it was a cannabinoid until very recently. What are polyphenol antioxidants, you ask? Let me tell you. From a great source of Wikipedia, polyphenol antioxidants are a type of antioxidant containing a polyphenolic substructure and studied in vitro. I didn't find this particularly helpful, so I dug a little deeper, about three links down in Google, if you must know, to an article by Medical News Today which read, polyphenols are a category of chemicals that naturally occur in plants which I still did not find to be super helpful. So I continued to read and I learned this. Polyphenols are actually a group of chemicals which can be further broken into four groups known as flavonoids, phenolic acids, still beans, and lignans. 
but polyphenols are fickle things, and though vegetables and fruits tend to be high in polyphenols, where they're grown, how they're farmed, how ripe they are, how you cook them or prepare them, all alter the number of polyphenols in said fruit or vegetable. So why are they important? Polyphenols are antioxidants, which are widely known today for fighting cell damage. Additionally, research suggests, though has not 100% proven, that polyphenols can alter genes and gene expression. This means it can alter the observable characteristics of a particular gene. So to use Mendel's famous pea plant as an example, if you have two traits, a tall stem and a short stem, the observable characteristic of that gene would be the height of the pea plant. So in this extremely simplified version of things, to alter the gene expression would be to alter the height. Again, this is extremely simplified and not the way things would actually shake out, but it's just to maybe help you with the idea of gene expression. A few other great things that polyphenols might help with are reducing inflammation, regulating body weight, helping increase good cholesterol and lowering the bad, and reducing blood pressure. How can you get some of these bad boys in your system? Well, you can eat some oranges, some apples, blueberries, spinach, potatoes, broccoli, almonds, black beans, and of course, dark chocolate and cocoa powder. Jewel also mentioned anandamides, and I found this really great excerpt from an unnamed documentary, and the link to the YouTube video will be in the show notes. And in 1992, proof came that the brain does make a compound very much like THC. It was discovered by none other than Raphael Meshulam, who named it anandamide. We call it the brain's own marijuana because the compound that is made by the brain, anandamide, shares all the properties in terms of at the receptor level and cellular level that uh, THC has. It turns out that when anandamide is released in the brain, like marijuana, it affects such basic things as appetite, pain, and memory. Super helpful video, right? Make sure you check it out. So cannabinoid receptors are part of our endocannabinoid system, which is all about homeostasis, or maintaining balance. Some refer to it as the Goldilocks zone. Cannabinoids such as THC, CBD, anandamides, and over 100 others bind to cannabinoid receptors to help maintain this homeostasis. So to get back to the interview, Jewel was talking about extracting these amazing polyphenol antioxidants and mood enhancers. So. I started working with a company that had an extraction facility in France, and they extracted all of the naturally occurring polyphenol antioxidants and mood enhancers from the cacao bean Ooh. for us. And we were infusing those back into the chocolate. No so way. we were really thinking about the cacao bean as a functional food, as an experiential food, as a medicinal food. Sure. Yeah. So the cacao bean was almost like how are you approaching the cannabis plant today? Exactly. Yeah. And so when I launched, when I launched the chocolate company 10 years ago, I started being approached very early on by the local cannabis community in San Francisco to help them with chocolate formulations. And I never really understood why they were reaching out to me. At least at the time I didn't. Now it seems to be more clear. It was it was all about the extraction. You know, if I was already thinking along the lines of extracting all of these powerful nutrients and actives from the cacao bean, that I, I could probably start thinking about it in the cannabis world too and be of help in that way. Sure. So can, could you give us a little bit more insight as to, you know, what, what were something that, some of the things that you discovered that you weren't expecting? They're kind of surprising. I think I was just really inspired by everything that was going on in the cacao bean and why we hadn't really talked about it. I mean, we knew that, you know, cacao had been used for, you know, dating back to thousands of years for medicinal uses and aphrodisiac uses and beauty. But I don't, I, I never really, and you hear those things, but they don't, you don't really understand how powerful they are, I think, until you start to actually see COAs, you know, you, you see these certificate of analysis and you understand, wow, like this is really potent. I mean, this is like higher in antioxidant than, than blueberries, than acai, than other fruits out there. So it was, it was really powerful to think that it was all right here. I mean, the pro and you, you get that from raw cacao beans. The problem with raw cacao beans and raw chocolate was that it doesn't always taste good. So the magic form formulation for us was extracting all of these powerful nutrients out and then putting them back into really beautiful chocolate. Got it. 
Got it. So it's really interesting how, you know, it, it, it actually, in this story, has a connection to, to the cannabis plant. Um, but actually, you know, you, you've kind of taken it with a huge jump forward and, and actually uh, studying some of the components that make up this cacao bean, extracting it and then putting it into a, you know, its final form for a human being to, to consume through um, something that is, you know, normal and, and uh, can, can definitely uh, romance the, the human eyes and taste buds uh, through a chocolate, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that's that's really interesting. That's amazing. So, you know, are you kind of making a bridge between um, chocolates, cacaos, and cannabis now? We we definitely plan to. Yeah, originally when we launched um, when we launched Juna this past August, the idea was to launch a line of chocolates with cannabis extract and cacao extract as well. But we made a pivot at the very last minute, and we launched a line of tinctures that we like to call drops. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, so, okay, so tell, talk to me about drops. What are, what are drops? So drops are, they're an oil-based tincture, and the only other thing that we add is cannabis extraction. And we add a full-spectrum cannabis extraction. A full-spectrum cannabis extract is the best of the best. It's all the best compounds extracted from the cannabis flower without the unnecessary ones like waxes and fats. Not only that, it's all the best compounds of the flower with the natural ratio of those compounds. It was once described to me in terms of food, which helped me a lot, so I'll do the same here in pretty similar terms to what Jewel just mentioned. So if you think of extracts like a dark chocolate bar with almonds, you know what you're looking at and you know what you expect to taste. Something smooth, sweet, and with a little crunch. To make that chocolate bar, there are the obvious ingredients like cocoa and almonds, but there are other ingredients involved that give the chocolate bar deeper, more complex, more nuanced flavor, like sea salt, cocoa butter, maybe quinoa if it's real fancy. It's these additional ingredients that give you the full flavor you're looking for. Full-spectrum extracts let us taste the full flavor the flower has to offer. So one of the things that, that we get very excited about is the actual plant. We look for the most beautiful sun-grown flower we can find in the Mendocino area of Northern California, and then we extract from it. So the plant and, and everything and all of the compounds inside of it, so all of the terpenes, all of the accessory cannabinoids, all of the omegas, the flavanols, all these things are very important to us. And then we take that full extract and we add it to an organic MCT oil. Okay, real quick. I know I'm interjecting a lot this episode, but MCT oil is a medium chain triglyceride, which is a fat found in oils. If you see it in stores, it's most commonly from coconut oil, but it can also come from palm kernel oil and dairy products. Okay, back to Jewel. And then those drops are used, you can drop them under your tongue, you can put them in a beverage, you can add them to food. One of the things that's really unique about our drops is because of the type of extraction that we do, you get the true representation to the plant. So it's as close, we try to get it as close to the representation as the raw plant as possible. So Amazing. the taste is very much, it's very much like the smell of the flower. So it's very clean. It's yeah. very floral. It's very earthy. I mean, obviously it depends on the variety, but yeah. Sure. Sure. And, and, you know, it, we, we live in a world now that for us who are in this space of the cannabis industry, right. We, we hear a lot of the vocabulary and the jargon that is, that is used that people are utilizing to, uh, to describe different things within the plan that are connected to cannabis. Things like, Full spectrum. Hey, I already defined that for you. Check. Uh, trichomes. Check. Terpenes. Flavonoids. Cannabinoids. Hmm. I missed these three somehow. Let me break them down super quick. Terpene. So terpenes, as defined by Wikipedia again, are a large and diverse class of organic compounds produced by a variety of plants, particularly conifers and by some insects. They often have a strong odor and may protect the plants that produce them by deterring herbivores and by attracting predators and parasites of herbivores. They are also, as I recently heard Pablo tell someone, our connection to the plant through scent. Terpenes are not exclusive to cannabis plants, but are, as you may have guessed from the Wikipedia definition, available in many plants. Flavonoid. 
If you recall from my definition of polyphenols earlier in this episode, flavonoids are a polyphenol. So that's to say that they are a phytonutrient, which is just a fancy word for plant chemicals, that are found in pretty much all fruits and veggies and whatnot. And seeing as flavonoids are polyphenols, their benefits pretty much mimic those of polyphenols. And last but not least on this list, cannabinoid, which are chemicals unique to the cannabis plant. A few you might know include THC and CBD, but depending on who you listen to, there are over 100 cannabinoids in a cannabis plant. Different cannabinoids affect people differently, which is why THC gives you that euphoric feeling and CBD doesn't. All right, enough about these. Right, endocannabinoid system. Defined it. How did you, did you know all of these things prior to going within the cannabis industry or how, how was your journey into, you know, doing the research and learning what all these things really, really mean? Yeah, I mean, I did know about them going into the industry, but I didn't know about them prior. So when, when the local cannabis community started approaching me about a decade ago now, to help with their chocolate formulations, I really didn't know enough about the industry at all. And, you know, and, and 10 years ago, this is really before dispensaries. I mean, this is when there had been no legalization anywhere except for medical in a few states, and there were clubs. And so I really, it really didn't, I really didn't, it never even occurred to me to rethink everything and make a beautiful cannabis-infused chocolate. I really wasn't even thinking that at all. Sure. Um, it was about five years ago that um, my husband actually said to me, you know, so many people have approached you about doing this, you must be missing something. And it was, it was a trigger for me. And so I thought, yeah, I mean, what, what's going on that I'm, that I'm missing? And what I found once I started doing some research was I found this incredibly sophisticated, intelligent plant. I grew up in British Columbia, actually. So okay. not that I'm a stranger to the plant, I mean, I knew, I knew the plant, we all knew the plant, but I didn't know it in, I wasn't seeing it in the way that I think it wanted to be seen, which is with so many benefits. I mean, it's the plant that just keeps giving and giving and giving it offers so much from a wide um, array of cannabinoids and terpenes that offer different medical and experiential benefits. And so once I started really reading about the plant, and once I started understanding everything that was going on inside of it, I was completely humbled. And I thought, wow, I mean, if I don't know what's going on inside this plant, then how many other people don't know what's going on inside of this plant? I mean, at that time, no one even was really, five years ago, no one was even talking about CBD. No one No one, no one. <laughs> you know, people I mean, people were just rolling joints, you know? People were just rolling joints and taking bong hits. I mean, let's, exactly. let's be honest, you know, and may, maybe some other and stuff, but no one was talking about... Yeah, you know, I mean, yes, THC, right? But that was it. Yeah. It was like THC, but I never heard the word trichomes. I never heard yeah. terpenes, CBD. No, no it, was, it was never a conversation. No. So it was, it was fascinating to start reading about all these things and all the benefits that they can have, you know, from, yeah, like therapeutic to medical to experiential. And I just thought, and, I, and then when I, when I, read about CBD, I said, like, that's it. This could change the world. Like, why? Everybody needs to know about CBD. I mean, we're talking about, you know, helping with stress, anxiety, inflammation, sleep cycles. I mean, who doesn't need that, right? And then learning about the micro dose benefits of using THC and how it's a powerful neuroprotectant. I mean, these are, these are really powerful things. I mean, if you tell me that a plant can help me with stress, help me sleep, help build cognitive function is a powerful antioxidant. Like I'm in, I'm in. The only places I can think where they were already doing this uh, sort of uh, research and studies was, you know, maybe in Israel, right. Where, yeah. where, where you had a Mitchellum um, going in deep with the flower and, you know, all his buddies, you know, all his girls and guys that were hanging around, our, around the cannabis plant and research, researching uh, the plant under a microscope. Um, but yeah, you know, everyone else, in America was, you know, in the 60s was uh, experimenting with, with other drugs that were a little bit more potent than that. And even then, they probably, a lot of people were not looking at, looking at these, um, these sources and, and the origin of, of these uh, feelings and, uh, um, you know, ecstatic uh, 
interactions with our endocannabinoid system. Um, Everyone was just kind of having fun with it, right? And exploring with it. So it is very, very interesting kind of going around for the second phase, at least in my lifetime, or or maybe the first phase in my lifetime, toward this very specific plant, um, you know, cannabis. You you mentioned something, you know, an intelligent plant, right? And, and, you know, there's, there's, um, you have adaptogens in in this uh, plant ecosystem, right? You have mushrooms as well, right? Um, And and now I think, um, you know, those kind of super plants are, you know, cannabis, hemp, you could say, but to me, cannabis is, is, you know, encompasses all those, all all the long list of of adaptogen plants that you, you know, I'm, I'm sure you know of that exist out there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, roots and also mushrooms, right? Yeah. They're all very, very complex and intelligent and are just now being studied, right? So it's very important to, to, to you know, bring, I guess, into this conversation, the fact that these plants and these mushrooms and these roots, for, for one, haven't even been um, researched that much not only that, but even our endocannabinoid system is still being kind of uh, uh, mapped out, right? We we still are at the at the very 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 beginning of exploring all of these components um, that are found in nature that are that grow in nature naturally, um, innately, and and humans you know consuming them. Mm-hmm. Now, what's really interesting is, of course, us humans have gone out. And we realized, yes, these plants, there's something special in here. And they are making us feel X, Y, and Z. Now, you know, I want very specific components and I want to extract very specific things to yeah. use them in different ways by different industries. Right? And, and now we're seeing, a, we're seeing a cannabis industry that is completely global and is uh, shifting the, the plant into a commodity, right? Yeah. Um, yep. where, where extraction is at the center. I yeah. mean, you know, yes, extraction is part of, of a process, but I, I think there's something really, really important here uh, that we're kind of circulating around, which is origin, right? Um, we're, we're, we're literally taking a very specific component that is trending right now in the natural products category uh, segment, right along with uh, plant-based, right? Uh, diets and plant-based lifestyles. So it's really, really, really interesting how this whole health and wellness uh, movement around the world is also being connected to cannabis, right? And entrepreneurs such as uh, yourself are, are, are taking their very uh, scientific methodologies and, and approaches, you know, and, and uh, respect for the plant. And they're saying, you know, finding different uh, uh, results um, with the the uh, raw materials that you have in front of you that you've chosen right in this case it's cannabis right uh, and, and and kind of bringing that to the public in a very interesting way i just saw such an opportunity you know i was seeing this plant for in a very holistic way i wasn't just seeing it for thc i wasn't just seeing it for edibles or for for smoking a joint or whatever i was seeing it in a very therapeutic way and how it could help you know, my contemporaries, other women around me, other parents, just in general, parents around me. And I wanted, I wanted to share that, you know, it became really exciting, but it, it took time. It took time to really understand how to source the best, even though I, I live in Northern California, it still took time to access these incredible farmers. And then the extraction process to find a chemist who was really willing to look at all these accessory cannabinoids with me. You know, one of the things that I see a lot in the current industry, at least in California, is people will say, you know, if it's not just a flower, people will say, you know, whole cannabis flower grown in California. And it, and it, it makes you think like, wow, like this is, this is it. They're really thinking about it, but every product has whole cannabis flower in it. I mean, that's the, that's the product, right? That's the nature of the product. But for us, you know, in the way that I'm thinking about it, it's, it's more than that, you know, it's 
every single thing that's inside of this and bringing all those things into light and bringing all of them into a focus and making sure that if we if we aren't just if we are creating other products you know that we if we aren't just smoking the flower that we have the true representation of that flower in any other product so whether it's a tincture or drop like we have whether it's in a chocolate whatever it is that that true representation is there and that is all about the extraction and that is all about working with the right chemists and the right machinery to make that happen, to get those nuanced actives. You know, when people talk about extracting, right, and getting that full spectrum and extracting all the goodness from the plant, we're really what we're going after are the trichomes, right? That's, that's what we're, we're, we're looking for is, is all that, you know, the, uh, the juice from the gods <laughs> on, right. on, on the bud. So in, in your journey as an entrepreneur, which is one that has been full, I can imagine, full of research, studying, staying up late um, and, and reading, you know, a lot. Also, you know, going to uh, people's offices and shaking hands and introducing yourself and learning about, you know, their approaches to the plant and different processes and workflows and the whole supply chain on how you source ingredients, etc. In that experience, of being an entrepreneur and stepping into the cannabis industry with a premium product. Could you give us a little bit of insight as to kind of like how you started and then what were some of the milestones that for you were filled of aha moments or, you know, reaching the summit of challenges? Could you kind of share with us a little bit, you know, of the heartaches and the pains and, you know, um, having a lot of grit to, to get where you are today? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely went through about a year of, you know, interviewing different extractors and chemists and people telling me that there was no way that we could translate the strain, the footprint of the strain, the experience from a strain into an extract. Everybody told me once you extract, you can only get the cannabinoids, you know, you can really only get the THC. And the experience will always be the same. So it doesn't matter where the flower comes from and it doesn't matter where the strain comes from. And I could not believe that. I just, I wasn't willing to believe that. <laughs> I thought there's somebody that's gotta be, that's gotta be willing to work with me to find whatever solution it is that we need to extract every, everything from the plant so that we could get this representation of the origin of the flavor from the origin and of the experience from the origin. And I think that that was one of the biggest, the biggest challenges that I had by far. Yeah. And that, that's a pretty big one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty big one, especially if, you know, if your business, you know, uh, relies on, on that specific uh, cog of the chain. So when we were finally able to, when we were finally able to find an extractor who believed that we could extract, you know, the entire footprint from the cannabis plant and translate that experience and translate that flavor, we then felt like we had to prove it to people because no one believed us, you know? So we started these focus groups and had you know, really, really gathered a diverse group of people together to try these, to make sure that it wasn't just us, that we really were getting that, you know, that experience and that, that was translating. And so when we realized, you know, that other people were also feeling the difference, it was really powerful. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sure you're going to continue that, that kind of feedback from the market, right. To get, to get even better than, than, than where you are today. I mean, it's really the only way to, or it's a, it's a very um, important way to create a product differentiation in, in, in such a crowded space. Now, you know, we, we find ourselves in, you know, in the states that have, um, you know, uh, medical and, rec and adult use um, regulations. You're, you're, we're having, we're seeing consumers um, amplify their, taste buds, you know, they're amplifying their palates and they're finding specific products. They're finding specific strains um, that work for them. Right. So they're, they're, they're becoming smarter, you know, um, they're catching up with better taste. And of course, at the end of the day, just like any other segment out there, 
it, all of it comes to comes down to convenience and, and cost, right? Sure. That's why that's why Amazon is is Amazon. However, when it comes to something like like cannabis, right? Um, just like coffee. I mean, if I go to um, you know my local grocery store, like a local Trader Joe's or something, you know they'll have uh, different selections there, and and I know I can get you know powdered coffee, right? Your your good old uh, great grandfather powdered coffee, where you just put some powder in some hot water and you mix it, and voila, there's coffee, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have your kind of standard beans, where you open them up and they look like they're they have like five layers of wax on them. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, and then you have your your you know um, single origin from the Peruvian jungles, you know, that have gone through X, Y, and Z process, and they're only a week old. Or if you can go to Brooklyn and go to uh, Devocion, where they import coffee beans from the Colombian farms within five days, and you get the freshest Colombian coffee on the planet. Oh wow! Right, so it's like you know. Coffee, you have your coffee snobs, just like you have your food snobs and you have your wine snobs and you have your beer, your craft beer, etc. Cannabis is, is gonna is the same thing, right? The same Very, thing, yeah. yeah. I mean it's like you put yeah. I mean I could give you, you know, five tinctures, I could put five tinctures down in front of you and you could try them all and you would just your palate would just sense, you know, yeah. which one which one is the best because it, it's more, it's more subtle, but yet it's, it's richer in flavor. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't just taste like cannabis water, you know, yeah. it, 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 it actually tastes like maybe sense of mint or maybe sense of certain types of citrus. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah it, and, it, and I'm sure, um, you know, what, what I ate, uh, the morning before or this whole week uh, would probably affect how this uh, tincture tastes in my mouth, right? When I do um, consume it. Not only that, but also, you know, my, tr- my nutrition. What I consume on a daily basis as food to exist and to have energy, to go to work and to go cycling and, you know, hang out with my family, to have that fuel, I, I need to eat food, right? So even the food that's already in my body is going to give me a different uh, reaction on how um, this tincture is absorbed by my body and by my endocannabinoid system, right? Because we are talking about the the receptors in our body and how they interact with this ingredient, right? Or this ecosystem of ingredients, Absolutely. Uh, right? So, so all of this is completely personalized. So eventually, right, five years from today, the different products on in the market are also going to be leaning towards this whole message of personalized cannabis. You know, that, that's the way I see it. And, and, and it could happen even prior to five years. Um, I mean, it should be happening now, right? I'm sure it is. Someone out there is doing this. But what's really cool about, I think, where, where, where you are today is your curiosity to, to discover and respect all of these components that are within the cannabis plant and be able to, you know, give each one of those components a story and not only extract it from its origin, but also package it, repackage it and re reconnect it with a different source of origin. Right. And today you, you are, you are doing tinctures. I would love to learn a little bit more about your tinctures and what you call them, the different uh, tastes and, and kind of just, you know, I would love to hear more about it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we, we, they, they're all single, they're single origin, they're single vintage and they're single strain and they're single farm, which is very, very rare. Most products that are in dispensaries today and they might be single origin or single vintage, but they won't tell you usually mm-hmm. um, just because sometimes getting enough biomass can be difficult. So a lot of companies don't want to hold, they don't want to promise one thing. So that's the first thing that really sets Juno apart is we're single origin, we're single vintage or single farm and we're single strain. So the, it's very experience specific. The other way that we think about our tinctures is less is more, right? So because we're extracting not just the THC and not just the CBD, which is what most people do. Most people 
produce something called a THC distillate, which is where you extract the cannabinoids, but then you strip them of all the terpenes. And you do that for a lot of, a lot of edible companies do that for consistency actually, so that people have the same experience all the time. And when you're just taking THC or you're just taking CBD, it's a very linear, linear experience. But when, you're, when you have that spectrum, when you have all the other accessory cannabinoids, all the other phytonutrients in the plant and um, the terpenes, you're, you, you get this different experience. It's called the entourage effect. So all of these things work together to create, to, to create efficiencies and effectiveness from the plant. Hey. Quick expansion on the entourage effect beyond what Joel just mentioned. It's the idea that the compounds of the plant work synergistically. That the combination of the compounds, things like CBD and THC and all those cannabinoids I mentioned before, impact you in a different way, both physically and psychologically, than any one of them alone. Take it away, Joel. And so that's something that's a very, that's a, a huge point of difference for us. And then also the taste, because we're extracting all of the terpenes and all of the phytonutrients, we have a very specific taste. So if we are extracting from say tangy strain, we're getting a lot of like really bright, bright citrus tones. And we're also getting a richness that is almost like vanilla in a way that's coming through. And so when you're adding this to, when you're putting this under your tongue or adding it to your smoothie or adding it to even a, a beautiful mocktail, you get, you know, you get this really clean flavor and it is, it's, it's much different than having a tincture that's an alcohol-based tincture where the cannabis flower has been sitting, you know, to, to pull out all of the, the alcohol. If you, if you place the cannabis flower in alcohol, it will pull out a lot of the nutrients, right? But you don't get these flavors. You don't get these intensities coming from the terpenes, right? And so the, the, that, that part of the extraction is really important to us. And in order to get this flavor and this true representation. And then, yeah, we do everything that we do is in microdose. So you can take as much as you want, but our messaging is really about microdose macro effect. So talk to me about that. How, how do we, cause how do we get from microdose to macro effect? Well, when you use all of the compounds in the plant, they work synergistically together. So you're getting a completely different experience. So is it like interest? Is it, it um, accumulates in a, a compound interest? <laughs> it's yeah. So what what happens? Hey, I mean, I mean, honestly, like if I take it every day, right? Because there are supplements out there. Yeah. That, you know, you you have to take it at least for like th- like two to three months for your body to really be able to process it efficiently and just yeah. start seeing results from it, right? So I, I can only assume that cannabis is almost like that as well, you know? CBD is that way. Okay. CBD for sure is that way. And what the science is saying right now is that um, it's really just about activating the receptors. So the idea is exactly, it's to really use it every day. And then in terms of the way that the terpenes are metabolized in the body, I'm not exactly sure. Sure. So... You know, in, in, in this, this, you know, experience of yours, um, of being in this space for the past really, really deep, right? And in the trichome, let's say, for the past three years, what has been your driver? What, what's been that intrinsic motivator for you to continue pushing? And, and what is the message you want the world to know about Juno? What is the message that I want the world to know? I want people to know that we are really truly thinking about the whole plant. We're thinking about all the actives. We're thinking about the taste. And we want people to be able to use this every single day. You know, we want people to be able to look at, to come to Juna for experiential benefits because that's part of the beauty of the cannabis plant, but also for these, these daily therapeutic benefits. Like we talked about earlier, like, general wellness, healthier sleep patterns, helping with stress, anxiety, sexual wellness, cognitive function, all of these things. I think it's really important that people find a product like Juna that you can come to and you can take it in little bits. You, even the THC, you can take such a micro dose that you're not going to feel high if you have to go into work or maybe you have to run 
you know, get in the car and run your kids somewhere, but that you will still be getting all of those powerful, powerful benefits. And, you know, you can use it in, because it tastes good, you can also apply it in place of alcohol or drop it in your smoothie in the morning. So I think I want people to know that it's very, very thoughtfully made that we're using the highest quality flour that we can find. And then we're using very sophisticated extraction methods to make sure that every last, every last nutrient and compound is, is coming out of that plant for, for your benefit. Sure. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about, um, you know, your, your specific products or maybe just, you know, CBD and THC and, and, you know, the entourage effect um, and the female physiology. Um, have you done any research on how, you know, uh, how, how your products, for example, could be, you know, a, a great fit for, for females in, in uh, you know, in particular? Absolutely. So the three products that we currently have are called Nude, Jade, and Gold. And Nude is our CBD. So we find the highest CBD flower that we can find. Um, right now, our Nude formula is a 26 to 1. So it actually has less than 0.3% THC. So there's no, there's no chance of any psychoactivity from that particular from this particular flower. And it's great for daily wellness. You know, we call it nude because it's free. It's bare of THC, which we find a lot of people really want the benefits of the cannabis plant daily for stress and anxiety and inflammation and sleep, but they do have to work or, you know, they do have to drive a car or whatever it is. And so they, they're really sensitive about the psychoactivity on the weekdays. So that's our first product. The second product we have is called Jade, and it's a one-to-one. And the descriptor words that we use for Jade are serene, leisurely, and cinematic. So one of the things that we realized early on in our extraction process was that just because we get blue dream from one farm does not mean it's going to be the same blue dream from another farm. In fact, generally the cannabinoid, about 50% of the time, the cannabinoid footprint and the terpene pattern is completely different. So what was important to us is that we not, we, that we not showcase the strain names, but we more showcased the experience and helped people understand what they would feel versus associating with a strain name. So we tried to remove that for experiential consistency. So Jade is is exactly that. It's very, it's very relaxing, but also, you know, very intentionally awake. You know, you're not just going to, you're not going to sit down and watch a movie and forget about the rest of the day. I mean, it's, you just, you feel really good and you're still inspired to, to go about, the rest of your day and explore. So that that one has been really great for replacing that one or two glasses of wine at the end of the night for most people. Today's, you know, in today's world, there's a lot of depletion. You know, everyone's on their screens so much. Information is coming to us faster than we can really then we can really metabolize. And so sometimes at the end of the day, when you have a couple glasses of wine or a couple drinks, you tend to be more exhausted and your patience tends to be a lot thinner. And when you have a microdose of cannabis at the end of, end of the day, and Jade's perfect for this, not only does it take the edge off so that you're not as reactive, but you're also happy to go about the. You're also happy to go about the rest of your day, and you can handle everything a little a little nicer. And yeah. you know, it's helping to promote better sleep and for sure, and all the other things at the end of the day. And then the third product that we have is called a gold, and we really focus on the THC in this product. So right now, we we have been extracting from a tangy strain, which tends to be very social and bright. Our descriptive words for that are shiny, happy, present. And it, it literally just feels like that. You know, it's very bright. Your eyes are, you're very awake, but um, you feel very happy. And, you know, very effervescent, very social. It's great for socializing. Fantastic. I want to try all of these right yes. now. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love, um, you know, what, what was the process that you went into choosing these words, like these uh, descriptive words, the, the sub, the sub three words that you use? I love that. It came from our focus groups, love you it. know, because love every it. harvest we do micro extractions. Okay. So this was the second harvest that we, that we did this Got it. and we extracted you know, multiple different strains. And then we asked people to try them mm -hmm. and, you know, give us their opinion of what they thought, how it made them feel and what they would come back for. And, you know, everyone always wanted CBD. They always want CBD on hand for, you know, for stress or anxiety or whatever, you know, just daily wellness. And then the other two experiences that kept coming back, like no one really wanted to zone out. That was never the goal. So it was something that they, people wanted something that they felt like they could, they could go out and have a good time with. Right. And then they also wanted something to take the edge off. So we would really study, you know, these strains, we would do the extractions, look at the cannabinoid pattern, look at the terpene pattern and think, okay, we might be able to get that experience out of these, share them with our focus groups. And then part of the process was that they had to come back with descriptive words. And so it was really interesting. And then, and then why they, what they liked about that and what they liked about that feeling. So that's how we came up with them. It's amazing. Like I love it. Users. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, so I, I, you know, something really uh, sparked my, my thinking in my mind um, when you mentioned, I think you mentioned something about, or maybe you made me think of this um, homeostasis, right. And how, how it allows our, you know, the, these ingredients like CBD, THC, and the other, you know, many other um, compounds like terpenes and, and the other compounds that are within that uh, full spectrum um, yeah. oil, how, how it, it really um, allows our body, right, to be, I guess, um, not, it's, the word is not proactive. Um, I'm fishing for a really good word, but I'll try to describe it. And, and this is what adaptogens do, right? So adaptogens mm -hmm. allow us to almost, you know, to be almost like a, like a sponge, right? So like it, 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 it's a very, really, it's a really good balancer for stress. Another quick interjection here. Adaptogens are plants, non-toxic, of course, that when ingested help us maintain homeostasis. So things like reduce our stress, balance our hormones, etc. You know, and, and if we kind of think about all, you know, our day-to-day -day lives, the big negative and, and, and that big thing that, you know, we're always trying to avoid or we're always trying to, that we're dealing with or we're trying to address in some way or another is stress, right? Absolutely. We're, we're, yeah, we're either, it's either like a physical stress, like we're actually working and constructing a building, you know, and you got to move cement around or you're in a legal office and you, you know, lost a... You, 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 you lost um, uh, a court filing or something, right? And it stresses the hell out of you. Or, you know, we were trying to take our kids uh, to soccer practice and we were late. So our kids are upset. The coach is upset. We got to deal with that. You know, a million other things, right? Traffic, whatever it is. Our boyfriend, yeah. girlfriend, our dog just peed in the living room. I don't care. All of these things that create, you know, these moments of stress for us. Um, they all have different levels. And our bodies generally are very, like we attack stress, right? We try to fight it. We, we try to go against it or we just try to forget it, right? And, and we pick up something to, to forget about it, whether it's TV, food, alcohol, I don't know. Uh, right. So it's really interesting how there's yet another plan that we are utilizing to address stress, right? And it's even more interesting on how we can choose to utilize a product like Juna to calibrate our stress levels, right? Absolutely. And we can only learn that over time, right? So again, anyone listening out there who is interested in getting into, you know, experiencing different products, I think it's really important to give a product, a single, you know, a very specific product, you know, a brand, um, more than a few months, right, of, of an experience because that's really the only way to give it a best uh, test run, if you will. And, and, and really um, be conscious when we consume, you know, these, these things and, and try to, you know, um, subconsciously or consciously, um, you know, monitor how we are feeling, right? 
um, before, during, and after, because that's the only way for us to really um, optimize our daily lives, right? Is to consume something specific like this and then calibrate, right? Take more, take less, take the same, take it at a different time, take it on an empty stomach or at a full stomach, right? Because really at the end of the day, what's our goal? Our goal is we want to look younger, we want to live longer, we want to be healthy, right? And we we want to have a good day. We want to smile. Those are, those are the end goals, right? And, and, and to be able to reach those end goals is really, you know, having an approach to life where, uh, we can sit down and and remember that we have a, we have a breath, right? Control the breath. Um, and then, you know, utilize things like cannabis plants and adaptogens and mushrooms to, to better our, our inner ecosystem, which, you know, can lead to a, a better gut health a better, you know, um, cardiovascular, you know, heart, um, improve recovery times, and most importantly, you know, address stress, right? Mm-hmm. And look beautiful, right? Because if, if we feel good inside, we're it's going to shine to the outer world, right? And and then Absolutely. if we're taking care of ourselves, then it spreads, you know, and it creates a triangular effect with everyone around you, and then uh, you know our kids are happy because we're happy, our significant others or I don't know. The, the 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 doorman is also happy because they see us smile. So it's like it does create that entourage effect, if you will. So I think that's that's super important to keep in mind. It it's all pretty simple, right? It it is simple, and just like any other product, there is a not so good quality, an okay quality, and the best quality. So so definitely, you know, ask questions. I'm, I'm sure you're totally open to people reaching out to you, right? And, and kind of uh, wondering more about, about your product, you know, learning more about the farms or the extraction process, you know, wanting, wanting your product. I think it's super important to kind of open up the doors and say, hey, yeah, this is how we do it, guys. Do you yeah. like it? Here it is, right? A hundred percent, yeah. And, you know, that's, that's another reason, you know, why we chose one of the reasons why we chose to launch tinctures over chocolate actually was because the thing about the tincture is it's really easy to titrate. Another word most chemists know is titrate. For our purposes, it's basically just a fancy way of saying to measure something. So there is a calibrated dropper. So you can take one milligram, you can take 10 milligrams, and it really gives you that opportunity, like you were saying, on a daily basis, like to take a little bit or take a little bit more, you know, depending on what you think that you need and really see like what the difference is depending on what time of the day you took it or what you had been doing that day and really start to understand how it's working with your body. And I always tell people, especially with the nude and the jade, which is the CBD and the one-to-one, I encourage people to do a 30-day challenge, honestly, and to take it every single day, even the jade, like take it every single night instead of having the drink that you would normally have or whatever you would do to de-stress at the end of the day and really start to see how it affects you. And with CBD, it's very interesting, right? Because you don't have this intoxicating effect, right? I'm not going to say that it's not psychoactive because even coffee is psychoactive. You may feel a shift. You may feel slightly more relaxed or you may feel slightly lifted um, and your focus may just be a little bit better. But even if you don't feel anything, and I have people who will say, oh, I tried CBD and I didn't really feel anything. So I'll convince them to do a 30-day challenge. And what happens after that 30 days is that then there's a period of days where they don't take anything. And all of a sudden they notice that their brain isn't as clear. You know, there's a lot of brain fog. They feel they feel inflammation, which they hadn't even realized that they weren't feeling until they stopped feeling taking the CBD, right? So whether it's like inflammation with the brain fog or actually like within other places of their body. And they also notice that they don't sleep as well. They notice they're more reactive. Like part of, part of cannabis and, and its job is it helps us to be more aware of what's going on in our body. It asks us to take the time to really stop and pay attention. And I think that that's really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you you know, and and I think it should be everyone's practice, right? To be conscious of their breath before they consume anything, um, anything, you know, and why not, you know, take a breath with Juno sort of situation. Right. Uh, Yeah. So 
there's there's so much more to talk about and i feel like i would love to have a kind of a catch-up at the end of the year again <laughs> and see how june is doing and what yeah. kind of, you know other products you guys have you know in in the market but you know kind of to to encapsulate our our conversation today in your segment right in the world of tinctures in the world of single origin products and a premium uh product um in which the humans behind the brand um care a lot about all the different steps in the supply chain to bring to market um a very you know high quality purposeful you know tincture where, where do you see your specific space in the future in regards to tinctures i think that I think we're going to be seeing a lot more cannabinoids be isolated. So taking that full extraction like we've been talking about, but then also really studying at deeper levels, those accessory cannabinoids, those other cannabinoids besides just THC and CBD, really studying the terpenes and then starting to, you know, blend with those for therapeutic and, and medical benefits for sure. I also think that there's going to be a lot of innovation in packaging. You know, I think there's, you know, at Juno, we believe, I mean, we, we use the plant for therapeutic wellness, for everyday wellness and like a small dose of experience, right. To take the edge off, to have a good time, to feel happy. But there are some very serious medical benefits from cannabis. And so I think we're going to see a lot of innovation in how we take the cannabis, maybe it's going to be through very, yeah, like very specific drop, very specific droppers. Um, I think that there's probably going to be some innovation in nasal sprays in some very interesting ways to taking cannabis that way, specifically for migraines and potentially inner ear issues. There's a lot of, I, I hope that we're going to see a lot of really cool packaging. You know, I mean, right now, if you go into a dispensary, it's pretty linear. You know, the packaging is, is, is pretty basic. And I think that that's probably going to evolve. And especially when it comes to vapes and things like that, I'm sure that the technology and the hardware is going to get more sophisticated. Maybe there's going to be some sort of, um, maybe there'll be some apps coming out, right? Or you can start to like really journal your experience and find out what the terpenes and what the cannabinoids are that are really working for you or really working for certain, certain uses. I think we're going to see a lot. I think we're going to see a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I like all of those things. So let's go into the future for sure. Um, what about the frontier of, uh, of Juna? Where, you know, where do you see Juna in the next uh, year? Well, we're definitely going to develop one of the biggest requests that we get is cannabis for sleep. And even though all of our formulas can help with sleep, people want something very, very specific. I think it's like the number, the number one request in this country is everyone wants to sleep better, right? We're far more, we're more stimulated than we ever have been. And so we're definitely working on um, a sleep tincture right now and specifically with, with specific cannabinoids and terpenes that can help with that, that can help even more than just cannabis in general. Um, we're definitely going to be launching some chocolates. Um, so that's really, really exciting. And they will be experience specific as well. We're definitely going to play around with terpenes and the flavors and how we can enhance the chocolate with um, not only the experience that comes from the terpenes, but also the flavor. Well, I'm, I'm ready to sign up as the uh, focus group uh, leader. So let me know Amazing. Um, where you need me. <laughs> Done. <laughs> um, okay. Well, th this is all very, very exciting. You know, I, I can't wait to experience the, the future that you described you know, I think there's a lot of amazing things happen in, in the different sectors within cannabis. Um, and, you know, tinctures is one where it is a, a segment um, that continues to grow. You know, there are a lot of other uh, companies out there that, you know, have been in the space for a while as well. Maybe not as um, artisanal, you know, and, and caring as, as uh, Juna, but people are, again, they are, they're being introduced to this mass market product. And eventually, you know, just like every other product out there, like we were saying before, the, the, the human is going to search for 
you know, something better, right? Something better. And, and I think a lot of roads are going to lead to Juno, you know, and, and, and being one that, you know, loves to hear the backstory behind a brand before I try it. I can't wait to now try it. Right. And be a part of, uh, you know, this, uh, this path toward um, homeostasis um, on, on that camp. So, um, you know, thanks so much for being on, on the podcast. Uh, do you have any uh, shout outs to anyone um, that you would like to, you know, share your, uh, your spotlight in, in the world of cannabis? You know, anyone that you would like to, to kind of, um, you know, give a hello and a shout out to? My farmers, for sure. Katie Jean from Emerald Spirit Botanicals. I mean, the way that her and her family farms is so beautiful. They're so sensitive as to everything around these plants, like why certain mushrooms and why certain lichen are growing on the trees next to the plants and what plants can they, can they add as companion plants plants to help their cannabis grow and how can they how can they you know perfect it and make it richer and in nutrients every single year and how can they how can just by their natural environment start to change the cannabinoid profiles i mean they just every 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 time i'm on that farm they just completely blow me away and that's not you know there's a small enclave of farmers that are are like that and it's really beautiful so to emerald spirit botanicals for sure and my extractor james blood he's amazing you know i mean he I, I wouldn't be able to have the kind of product that i do um without him right now and yeah i think that i i hope that that people start to understand that Cannabis is not all created equal, that it is very different between greenhouse and, and sun-grown and the strains and really how they're grown and whether it's biodynamically or organically or whether it's with polyculture techniques, companion planting, whatever it is, the, the specific water and prebiotics that the plants are then fed with. And then the extraction, you know, what are we getting out of it? Is it just THC? Is it just distillate? Or are we getting, you know, the full spectrum and all of the benefits. I think that that's really important. And I hope that the future is that people will start to really pay more attention to that and really try the difference for themselves and see how they feel. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you. This has been awesome. Thank you, Pablo. And that's another episode for the books. Jewel's company is Juna, and you can learn more about it at the website, juna-world.com. That's J-U-N-A hyphen W-O-R-L-D dot com. There'll be a link to that in the show notes, as well as all the sources for the information I described in this episode and all show notes from past episodes. We are Vanguard Scientific on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Vanguard Extract on Twitter. So give us a shout, a share, or a like. I lost the alliteration there. <laughs> and if you have any corrections, or further expansions or better resources for us, please feel free to share them. Thank you to the wonderful, talented, kind human being, Jules Zimmer, for taking time out of her day to speak with Pablo. Thank you to Pablo for conducting the interview and asking these detailed questions. And thank you to Jason Husky for his assistance with audio production. And last but never least, thank you and much gratitude to you for listening. This is Beyond Extraction. Until next time.